0: Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com.
1: AM 560 WFIL.com and on the app, you're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show. We have a very special program today. Excited to have Pastor Joe Foch from Calvary Chapel of Philadelphia and the Straight from the Heart radio program and his son Josh joining us in studio. How are you both doing today?
2: Doing great. Glad to be here, Tim. <laughs> yeah, I think it's too. the first time I saw you since you were DJing at my wedding.
1: Yes, I was going to just kind of allude to the fact that you look a little different right now.
2: <laughs> I feel a little different, too. Do you? Yeah, in yeah. a very good way. What a
1: blessing. Yeah, yeah. He who finds a wife finds a good thing.
2: Yeah. Your favor from the Lord.
3: That's it. That's it.
1: How so
2: great
3: to be here. Yeah. We, we've done this before. It's so great, you know, to be here. Love the radio station and, uh, you know, be in uh, communication with the, the folks that listen and that we appreciate so much. So,
1: Amen. This is uh, entering year 29, I think. It is it really? November of 94, is my understanding, when the program uh, came on the air for the first time uh, on WFIL, yep. and then I think it was on WZZD, perhaps, which was... a yep Christian form about that so yeah so it's a lot of years we have a lot of folks in fact I just had someone try to enter the contest since Straight from the Heart is the ministry of the month and she's like I can't enter I'm having trouble I love the show and I love love the program and turns out she was using some kind of a browser that was weird (laughs) and so that's why she couldn't enter and we figured it out and she got entered so uh, but but the point being that there's there are a lot of listeners who really appreciate and look forward to listening each morning And so we're glad you're here.
3: It's good to be here.
1: I'm glad you're on the air with us. We never like to assume anything. I know I don't, because as you do with Calvary Chapel in Philly, you have, uh, Lord willing, new folks coming in all the time. And though you have joined us before and we have podcasts on our site people can listen back to, we don't want to, quote unquote, inconvenience people have to go search for that right now. I'd love to have you take just a few minutes and share a bit about how God got a hold of you and, and the path to Calvary Chapel of Philly starting.
3: Um, sure, I get saved back here in nineteen uh, seventy-two. Didn't know what I was doing, but I was yeah. saved out of drugs, out of the world, you know. Yeah. And uh, through a process of events, ended up on the West Coast where I met my wife. But it was in a, it was in a heretical ministry. We were living in communal houses. But she had gotten saved at Calvary Chapel when they were still in in the small chapel before the tent. So we kind of blew out of that ministry because in that ministry, if you were sick, it was because you had a lack of faith mm. or because if if you were broke or in prospering because you had a lack of faith. And when we were broke and sick, we figured it was time to move on. <laughs> so so we went yeah. and we would sit and listen to Chuck again. It was like drinking cool water, Chuck Smith, you know, in Calvary Cosa Mesa. And then after a number of years... Uh just kind of felt like, you know, it's time to move back to Philly. My wife wasn't really happy initially. She's a California girl. But mm. uh, we moved back in uh, 1981, the spring. Look, went to a lot of great churches, but we're used to coming to church in our jeans and underlining our Bible, you know. So in the fall of uh, 81, November, we started a Bible study, about 20 of us. And uh, that's what it is, where it came from. That's where it is now.
1: By the way, if you're just listening in and want to throw out our toll-free number, uh, it's funny, it tells you how long we've been around, because you don't need a (laughs) toll-free number anymore. But we have it, and it's a nice number. It's 800-560-WFIL. So feel free to call in also during the time we have Pastor Joe and Josh in with us the whole hour. If you have a word of encouragement, if you have a question you want to ask, that's good, too, 800-560-9345, 800-560-WFIL. That's how the church got started, and uh, but then it, it moved. I mean, is it, it was geographically in which place for a while. Do you remember?
3: Yeah, geographically, we started a Bible study in the basement of Arthur's Catering at Byberry and Bustleton, which is no just longer there. twenty twenty-five. Yeah, and then it started to grow. And uh, then we moved upstairs. We got to about three hundred fifty adults, and he said, "You guys gotta go. You're breaking, breaking this, breaking that." <laughs> and we had nowhere. His deadline was the next weekend. We had nowhere to go, so I came back and said, "Well, aren't we got nowhere to go? What about if we pay you this?" He said, "You pay me that, you can stay for a while." And
2: That's
3: then funny. we we got a spot up the mall at Street Road in Bustleton, and we were there for a while yeah until we were at six services on the weekend we see the 700 I was doing Saturday night four Sunday morning and Sunday night I used to take off Monday my wife said you're too crabby on Monday go back to work so (laughs) I started taking off Tuesday I was tired to Wednesday but it was wonderful you know just something the Lord was doing and then we moved there from there to our present facility Yeah, which is a
1: 13500
3: Philmont Avenue. Philmont Avenue in
1: Philadelphia, there. And there's a school, and the Lord's taken it from there. The school has been around for how many years, too? It's been over
3: 20 years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's quite a thing. It's remarkable. If I sit there and watch one of the kids' programs where they're all singing Christmas songs or something, they do different grades at a time. Yeah. I just sit there and think, I can't believe this has happened out of a Bible study, open book. You know, yeah, it's amazing.
1: Amen. Your son Josh, in addition to being married, I, I, I <laughs> also I haven't kept up lately with you know because your role with Skybridge Chapel. I think the last time or time before, first time you guys were here was 2018. As far as when this show started and you were one of the earliest guests, I think you were well young adults and also doing podcasting or and you do the program that people hear yeah. every weekday.
2: Yeah, so it's been. 10 years, and this summer will be 11 years, that I came on staff after I graduated college um, just producing, editing the radio program. So that's kind of still my main gig. And then, yeah, I have a hand in helping with our young adults ministry. I help lead a home group Bible study. And um, I also manage our app, all the content on there. And, um, yeah, the radio podcast is, is part of that as well. And uh, I'm also teaching a Bible class now in our high school, an 11th grade Bible class. So really? That, that's fun, yeah.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. By the way, uh, folks just tuning in, Pastor Joe Foch from Calvary Chapel, Philadelphia, and the Straight from the Heart radio program, which airs each week at 7.30 a.m. and Sundays at 8 a.m. Uh, at his son, Josh, are in studio with us, Calvary Chapel, of Philadelphia, uh, uh, 13500 Film on Avenue in Philadelphia, and on our air for several decades or, or more uh, th- that And if you want to call in, uh, 800-560-WFIL, you're welcome to do that during the hour we have together, 800-560-9345. Managing the app, just as, a, just as a quick comment, some people might think, okay, whatever, yeah. The truth is apps are like living, breathing things, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that, just to be diligent enough to keep up with that and yeah. all the possibilities, mm-hmm. that's a big deal.
2: Yeah, yeah. At the very least, it's every Sunday morning, message every Wednesday evening message it's just a constant upkeep just in some ways how the radio is just constantly always there and you know as far as editing is concerned but yeah it's but it's a blessing it's a great tool the lord has used to for a lot of people for free to go listen to sermons that you know we have a bible section on there now you can read the word although we don't encourage it we want you to bring Physically. your bible to church but hey it's there too it's a nice tool you know but yeah, yeah it's but it's a blessing to be involved with because it's again it's a tool the lord uses to to get the word out just like radio
1: right i mean and the Nate technical technological nature of an app i don't want to spend too much time on this but i, I think people who just think of get an app that they're, they're common but to what you're doing now, you know, this year stuff will change and you're going to have to probably learn how to keep it current so that people can keep enjoying it.
2: Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And, And our goal has always been to keep it really simple and user friendly. You know, Calvary Chapel is all about keeping the word at the center and the same mentality with the app is we want people to have access to the word in a very easy, simple way. So, Amen. Yeah.
1: Amen. We have just a few breaks to take this hour. I want to take one early on here and make sure we get that out of the way. And then as we do that, invite folks, if you'd like to keep listening in. I know that a uh, couple of other times you have been in studio is neat to hear folks call in. A couple of folks had questions, but I know that the number one thing people said was they appreciated – The ministry and the thing that I found most interesting was uh, several callers said, "Like I'm from Pottstown, I've only been to your church once, but I still feel like you're my pastor because I've heard you on the air." And it was kind of an unintentional, like, "Oh, that's kind of cool." Obviously, because I work in radio, but it was just really this reiteration of how the reach can go even further. So. Anyhow, if you want to call in 800-560-WFIL, 800 we'll continue our conversation with Pastor Joe Fosh and Josh Fosh from Calvary Chapel of Philadelphia and the Straight from the Heart Radio program in just a moment, WFIL.
0: It's the Tim DeMoss Show podcast, available at WFIL.com. Thanks for listening.
1: It is 414, the Tim DeMauw Show and WFIL in Philadelphia. We are very thankful to have Pastor Joe Foch and his son Josh Fosh in studio with us from Calvary Chapel of Philadelphia and also the Straight from the Heart radio program, which airs weekdays at 7.30 a.m. and Sundays at 8 a.m. I uh, should, before I forget the obvious, the Calvary Chapel is our ministry of the month for January and We've had a lot of folks sign up for it already to enter to win. There are three different books a person could win. One's called They Found the Secret, 20 Transformed Lives That Reveal a Touch of Eternity by V. Raymond Edmond, which I have trouble saying, I will tell you, but it doesn't mean he's not a great guy. Uh, Also, Memories of Bethany by John McDuff and Charles Spurgeon's The Checkbook of the Bank of Faith. And then there's a grand prize we can explain. But... Maybe take a moment and uh, expound on these three fine prizes. I'm not sure who collaborated with who. I know I know that the checkbook of Bank of Faith is, like, one of your favorites.
3: Yeah, it's my – every day still. Wow. It's my favorite.
1: Why so? Or what, Just a little over? Well,
3: evidently, my wife found it. You know, and then my wife talked to the guy in, I believe, Scotland that first put it together. Yeah. And he said it was the very end of Spurgeon's life – and he was thinking of the promises that had come true from the word. So he says, each one of these is a check I drew on, you know, like drawing money from the bank. So that's what they're short. They're poignant. Sometimes actually been prophetic, I think, in my life. So I love that. Hmm. Just unbelievable.
1: Okay. How about the other two, I guess, in either order? They found The Secret, 20 Transformed Lives That Reveal a Touch of Eternity by V. Raymond Edbin, which I think was used in a book club or maybe I don't know if you know more yeah. about that or if you both were involved in that or
3: Go
2: on you can yeah, do. Whatever. We so we <clears throat> started something new last year at uh Calvary Philly called the Book Club. It was just a a once-a-month meeting where whoever wanted to come, we would have a book of the month, and you'd read through it. And they found The Secret was one of the books we went through, and people were really blessed by it. And there's uh, all kinds—some names you may have heard before, maybe some a little more obscure uh, people who are just people of the faith who just kind of had— Deep experiences with the Lord, and but are also like you and I who are just trying to figure things out and walk with the Lord too. So it's a, it's, it's an encouraging read. Okay, yeah. That's and, and, and that's so, still
1: that. By the way, parenthetically, that's uh the book club is still going. Is that something? Yeah,
2: yeah. So we're starting a whole new series this year, New Year, new set of books. So it was a it was really good. It was a great way for people to be encouraged in reading these books, but also just to find fellowship. It's just another meeting for a bigger church. It's good. For us to have small group meetings, you know, to give people opportunities yeah. to fellowship and meet each other. so uh-huh.
1: Yeah, have a voice and, and go back and forth on yep. iron sharpening iron in a good way. Yep. The other one, Memories of Bethany by John McDuff.
3: Yes. Years ago, in the 80s, I was reading Spurgeon, I forget where, and he said, if you want an hour of depth and spirituality, you need to read MacDuff. So I started hunting McDuff down, and a lot of them were out of print already from the 1860s, you know, I, so i've been collecting him for years and uh, memories in of bethany he talks about mary martha lazarus lazarus death but one thing that happened when I, he has one called memoirs of gneseret all the ministry of jesus around the gal and when he was doing uh, Jairus' daughter her passing by the time i was done reading it, i was crying Hmm. And I thought, who is this guy? And then I started to read, and I found that was dedicated to his 12-year-old son that died. And when I went back and looked at him, he was raised in Scotland. I think there were five boys and one girl, one sister. A nanny that was in the house two years before he was born. When he's 20, the nanny and his only sister are in a carriage. There's ice. It goes off the bridge, and they both die. Wow. And he was just devastated. And then two years later, he got married and had a son, and then his wife died. She had some kind of an illness. No way. Yeah, then (laughs) he gets married a couple years after that, and a couple years after he got married, his son from the first marriage died. So he sat up in the mountains in Scotland for 10 years, kind of without iPhones, without distractions, and he wrote a book called Bow in the Clouds. And for anybody that's grieving, that's lost a loved one, it's just so incredible. It's called A Bow in the Clouds, but I'm teaching through John right now, so you know, we made available to the church at our cost. You know, if you want to read this book by McDuff, uh, it's it's a great read. You know, Memories of Bethany.
1: So Memories of Bethany, They Found the Secret, and uh, Charles Spurgeon's The Checkbook of the Bank of Faith. You'll win one of those three should you be a winner. We draw one every day. Then there's a grand prize we'll explain more about and some uh, resources, free resources from Calvary Chapel of Philadelphia. I want to come back to this in a second. We have, I think it's Leo from Langhorn. Let me clarify. You don't have to have an illiterate situation to join the program today, although you could. 800-560-WFIL. Hello, Leo. How are you?
4: Good. Thanks. How are you?
1: Good. Well, What can we do Good. for you? You want to share a little? Well,
4: yeah. Yeah. I want to share a couple of things. One, uh, I believe Joe knows me. Uh, I've been going to his church for like thirty-seven years, and <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I, Marine, and I, my wife and I, we've been so blessed by his teaching. The uh, the Bible that I have, it's all marked up with notes from Joe over the. I don't know how many times you've gone through the Bible, Joe, maybe three times in 30-some or 40 years. I don't know, but, you know, I, he truly has um, blessed Marine and I in such a way we just can't imagine going anywhere else. Uh, and the one thing I was calling up to is, and maybe Joe just confirmed this, I when I got saved, I got saved. I, before I was saved, I would get home from working where I was in the morning galloping horses and I would come home and I would turn on the TV and there was a number that came up, and it came up about three or four times, you know, in a couple of days. And I called this number, and they sent me this book called The Power of Living, which I think was it was it your family, the Moss family that yeah, this book
1: that was a found that my dad worked uh, worked at the foundation, yeah. his brother, and they they yeah. sent that out no money accepted, just people had yeah. to write for it and, and request it. That was the only requirement. Right.
4: That's what I did, and I I called the number. They sent me the book, and I read this book, and it was about athletes who, you know, turned their life to Christ, and one of them was, I think, uh, um, who was a quarterback from Dallas, Texas a long time
1: ago. Roger Staubach, yeah.
4: Yes, yes. And so after I read that book, and and again, even though I went to a Catholic church for many years, I would stopped going to church, but anyway... They talked about reading the Bible, and they gave the letter. I walked over, bought a Bible at a bookstore, started reading it from the Genesis on, got to a certain point in the Bible where it said, and how they had turned away from God, and I just started breaking down, crying, hmm. and I said, Lord, that's me. And so, I, I, you know, I just wanted to pass that on to you. I mean, you might think a little book like that might not affect, but when the Holy Spirit gets a hold of your heart, <laughs> that's it. It, it's amazing. and That's uh, right you know, and then eventually going through, I started going to a home fellowship that the guy told me, hey, Leo, do you want to go to this thing, a men's, a men's uh, a fellowship uh, in Willow Valley? And I <laughs> said, oh, okay. And that's where I started. I met, you know, Joe there, or I saw him there, and I think Raul Reese might have been teaching then. But anyway, after I heard that, even though I was a new, newborn Christian, I just knew that this was the place I had to go to. And, uh...
1: You know, I just. Well, Leo, let me tell you this, too. I'm I'm not sure I'm allowed to say this, but uh, Raul Reese is actually, Lord willing, he's going to be here for our pastor's breakfast coming up in May. And right. we're we're working on a listener event too. So he comes to speak to the pastors. We do this every year with a different pastor, and right. uh, so he's coming. But we're also working on a listener event. So if you're interested, well, you know you'll we'll, you'll hear about it as we get closer. I hope I was okay. allowed to say that, but anyway, I did. We've got to keep rolling. But thank you for calling in. The, that you, you chuckled for a second when he
3: mentioned. I, kn- I know Leo and Maureen, his wife. Yeah, yeah, I've known them for a long time.
1: That well, and that what that one place he said he walked into after he became a believer. And he walked into some meeting yeah, at the earliest valley
3: the we used to have our men's retreats there yeah,
1: yeah. okay so if you're tuning in we're chatting with pastor joe foch and his son josh they are in studio calvary chapel of philadelphia is where they have, you've been preaching for there for how many years
3: 41 years wow yeah
1: and josh has witnessed most of them right not all of them but some well of
2: them. as long as i've been alive been around, <laughs> been
1: around. uh And so and Calvary Chapel, uh, um, of course, is um, not unique because you were mentioning before. Also, there are others we want to shine a little bit of a light on, too, in a moment. But let's finish the Ministry of the Month component. Um, The grand prize, if you win at WFL.com, there's a Calvary Chapel Philly hoodie, T-shirt, mug, and verse-by-verse through the Bible flash drive. And then everyone who enters the contest, regardless of whether you win one of the books we talked about or the grand prize, there are free resources from, uh, via email from Calvary Chapel Philly. Now, Josh, I know you were an integral in talking with Ann, our marketing director, about that. So I don't know if you have a, a quick overview, a little bit of what that would be. Yeah. Uh, we like it when we have like an all, everybody gets a chance to win something, yep. uh, come away with something.
2: Yeah. So we just wanted to make available, let people know about our resources site. It's called slash resources. And. Pretty Much anything you would find on our app, you can find there as well. It's just another avenue to get great teaching, sermons um, from events we've had in the past. Uh, we have a women's Bible study going currently. So anything going on at Calvary related to Bible study resources like that is available for free to listen to on our website, ccphilly.org. Also, our free app that we talked about earlier. Yeah. Um, so that stuff we want people to, to know about, and also as well as our podcasts as well. So, all right, yeah.
1: 800-560-WFIL if you'd like to call in during the hour today 800-560 excuse me WFIL uh, again 800 560 uh Buddy Osborne is uh has been on our show before with The Rock in Kensington and um, he has a program Saturday mornings Rock the Word
3: Yeah
1: Love that guy
3: Me too I'm I'm more excited about what the Lord is doing down there it keeps growing the ministry and You know, he wanted to do this boxing thing. (laughs) Believe me, I was glad he was on the other side of the console. He's getting jammed into the pastor's role, whether he likes it or not, (laughs) you know. But it's like a light shining in that area. It's wonderful to see what the Lord's doing there.
1: that a Calvary Chapel thing? Because I know Raul Reese knows martial arts and uh, Buddy being a boxer. Like, if you don't follow the rules, maybe you... Lay hands on without praying, or
3: that, that can happen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, no, just kidding. Obviously, but uh, the work he's doing, and then uh, uh, Pastor Mark Abrams,
3: Pastor Mark Abrams, been around this for years, and he's got a um, a, a church in North Philly right now. They're kind of outgrowing, so the old Fulton Elementary School in Germantown, and anybody who lives near has been watching what's happening. They're renovating the whole thing, modernizing it. And they're going to hopefully have their first Sunday morning by Easter. And we're involved. We just love Mark. We love what's going on. So I think it's going to be huge for the community, for the people that are there. Uh, He's remarkable, Mark Abrams. One
1: of the reasons we also mentioned, obviously, the unifying theme, really, of of God's Word, uh, because, you know, not everybody, as you were mentioning, I think, during our break, not everybody... Lives as as close to Calvary Chapel, of Philadelphia, and you're happy to, to share the wealth, if you will. Obviously, you want people to know the Lord wherever they are. And Calvary Chapel is in, are they in every state, to your knowledge, or many there's, states? There's
3: a thousand domestically and 800 overseas. There's 1,800 okay. altogether. Wow. All around the world, but you know? the
1: but the unifying theme, teaching verse by verse, is is that uh, the consistency
3: to whether you go to Philly or Kensington or it should be. I, I would give the Calvary's maybe a ninety because <laughs> you can run into a weird one here or there. Yeah. You know? but Chuck Smith always taught us: look, if you go into a McDonald's, you shouldn't have to read through a different menu every time you get in there. It's McDonald's; you already know what's you know. Yeah. And he said that's the way Calvary should be. They should people should know. What they're going to get when they show up if it says Calvary Chapel outside. Yeah. So I'd say the vast majority of the churches are right in line with that. It's a, it's around the Word of God. Some, Chuck Smith said there's three secrets to church growth. These are, the, number one, spiritual worship. Number two, teaching the Word of God. Number three, no more secrets. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Where's my rim shot? I, got to, <laughs> yeah. I forgot you. You know what? I need to get a rim shot. I'll do that during this break here because I'm sure there's going to be at least one more twinkle in your eye that pops up and a little comment like that. So I'll have that ready. Uh, as we go to break here, the number, if you wanted to call in, word of encouragement or a question too for Pastor Joe, for Josh here, 800-560-WFIL, 800 9345 Straight from the Heart is WFIL's Ministry of the Month for January. It's a real privilege to have these gentlemen in to share about that and also their testimonies and uh, and things of the Lord. So we'll continue that in just a moment here. It's Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL.
0: Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560 WFIL? Email D at wfil.com.
1: It's 4.32 on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL in Philadelphia. Pastor Joe Foch and his son Josh Foch are in studio with us today from Calvary Chapel of Philadelphia. Their uh, building is at 13500 Philmont Avenue in Philadelphia, ccphilly.org to find out more about that. Straight from the Heart is where you hear Pastor Joe and Josh in the morning. Weekdays at 7.30, also Sundays at 8 a.m. It's been on the radio station for several decades, Straight from the Heart has, and during January... It is our Ministry of the Month, and there are books you can win, there are prizes, and uh, and also some free resources that everybody who enters gets. So check that out right on our homepage. Can't miss it at WFIL.com. If you'd like to call in, you're welcome to offer a word of encouragement or or have a question. That's fine, too, at 800-560-WFIL, 800-560-9345. Before the break, we're talking about you know, uh, Buddy Osborne, Calvary uh, Chapel of Kensington. Uh, Kens- Kensington, yeah. right. And then also uh, Mark Abrams. Is that a C.C. Philly – is yeah. there a name for it? like, like a,
2: yeah? Henry Chapel, Word of Life. Word of yeah, Life. Yeah, they right by 16th and Allegheny is where they're currently located. Okay. Yeah.
1: And they're hoping to get more established there or are they moving from there? So they're moving planning. to Germantown. Okay.
2: Yep, they're moving soon.
1: So they have that. Um, is But I was going to – has there been a, a book written or anything that, like uh, maybe about, I guess, Chuck Smith's life, but also in general that kind of – over does a little bit of a bigger backstory to uh, it depends on I mean I'm sure
2: there are different potentially Harvest different one the about hmm. Calvary.
3: yeah there's the one the one book is it called Harvest is that what it was called I forget, I forget. yeah but there is, and, and it covers a lot of the Calvaries how the young guys came from drugs what happened to me, the ancient book, the best one, is The Reproducers, because it was written during the revival. And it's only a tiny paperback, but okay. I don't know if it's in print anymore. You can get it probably on Amazon or something. Okay. that's It's almost alive, because it was written <laughs> while it was happening. <laughs> Wait a minute. Here we go. I got it.
1: Thank you. And the music bed was still playing. <laughs> I missed my... I'm going to play it again, just because I... There we go. <laughs> Talk about, you know, I wanted to ask you about that, a sense of humor, which you obviously have and have exhibited before, and I in and, and the program, people will hear that. Just thoughts on, did you grow up with a sense of humor like that, was it developed and the role it plays in communication, you know, with the gospel? My,
3: da- my dad had a sense of humor. Okay. And uh, and it was witty, and it was dry, and it was just great. You know, it, just, <laughs> it wasn't insulting. It was great. Yeah. And, you know, you get married and you raise kids, four kids. You have a sense of humor. You you know, you make observations about life that are funny because they're true. Yes. You know. So I i never want, I never, like, tell jokes. I'm not trying to entertain. Right. But when I'm teaching the word, just sometimes it lends itself so much to real life that it's funny, you know. So I, I appreciate that. I think the Lord has a sense of humor. I'm a pastor. He must. You know? <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs>
1: well, I would think if you can exhibit that, that also, that does tell you something about God's character. Yes. To appreciate that as much as he needs to be worshiped and revered and everything. Yes. So. I, I agree. There is a comedian I <clears throat> saw years ago. I, I don't know if I told you this before, but he, he wasn't a very good comedian, but, <laughs> but he said one thing that I've never forgotten. And he, he said, he tries to take himself lightly and God seriously. And inadvertently, it would be easy for any believer, pastor or otherwise, to do the opposite. Inadvertently. Yes. Take themselves too seriously and take God too lightly. Right? And that's why I think. So that's what it, in terms of a sense of humor, I thought, you know what? That's a good thing. It almost, it almost shows that you can be a pastor of a very large church, of all these people you know, that you've had a chance to minister to, but realize your place.
3: In Look, all that. When we first started, I took myself very seriously. When there was 25 people coming there. People ask, would you do anything different? And I I just think I would have taken it easy on my family because my wife and I would argue. I'm out working on auto interiors all day. I come home. There's a church phone in our house. And I don't want to answer that all night. We put an answer machine on it. Then I didn't want to listen to, you know, those hours of calls. And then, you know, I'd be saying to Kath, i, I got to teach the Bible. And and somehow when the years go by and the and the church is blown up, you realize I, I really had very little to do with this hmm. at all. You know, I probably take myself way less serious now than I did because you kind of felt like you, you had to do it. You know, you, you're a rookie. I've never done it. And then you watch the work of God and realize, well, I, re- I really do not have much to do with this in the first place. Isn't that something? Yeah, and it's easier then in some ways.
1: When you look back uh, before my next question, too, uh, if you'd like to call in, you're welcome to do so. I have a question or word of encouragement or whatever for Pastor Joe or for Josh. It's 800-560-WFIL, 800-560-9345. When you uh, – Do step back, and Josh, you mentioned got married, uh, and you step back. How are things for you? What are you What are you up to these days? The latest with you and your schedule, your workload, and and perspective on what's happening with Calvary Chapel Philly and the church at large.
3: Um, We we you know we always have some new projects we're involved in. Um, We've gotten probably over a half a million dollars to the churches in Ukraine. Uh, Mm -hmm. We all have got something cooking. God sets before us an open door because we've kept to his word. We haven't denied his name, you know. Um, And I'm in a season. I'm 72 years old at this season of my life. I'm thinking, you know, if the Lord takes me and I just kick the bucket, you know, then it's shocking to the church. It's shocking to the young guys who have to try to step in. So. I'm slowly phasing in, you know, my son Mike, Josh, Mike's doing Wednesday nights now at church, and Brian, got all these great godly young guys who the church will go to their hands at some point. They'll do some things better. They'll do some things worse. They'll th- some things will just be different, but the essentials will never be compromised mm. of, of the the Word of God, of the Holy Spirit, of our eschatology. and you know, So I'm in that season in life, and I'm really enjoying that. I was teaching eight times a week. I'm down to seven because I gave up <laughs> Wednesday night. And I How have, long are you we uh,
1: doing Wednesdays for?
3: 41 years. My son Mike was born when I started Wednesday nights, and he just took it.
1: Well, it's about time. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So was that hard, kind of a related note? Was that hard, not hard, but what's it like letting go of something you're so familiar with?
3: You know, it's if anybody out there's you know listening is when you start the church, it's your baby from the beginning, mm-hmm. you know, and you remember there was no money. If somebody gave you a, co- a coffee pot, it was a big deal, you know, and just. We had five pastors in one office at one point in time, and only two of them were getting paid. I mean, when I realized I had to come on, I asked Judy, my secretary, you go first. I don't want to ask the phone. I was say, you know, I'll keep working on auto interiors. You can be the first full-time employee. Yeah. So you're with it all the way, you know. And it's like lifting that calf, and it grows into an ox. But you're used to it because you lift it every day. And now, at this point, to let go. I'm a rookie there. I've never let go. But kind of your baby and you've watched it. But I have great young men around me that I'm I'm very confident, so you know, moving forward, I still want the Lord to speak to me and tell me what to do. I told him if I start drooling on Sunday morning, or I start getting lost <laughs> on the way to church, and you have to get me and bring me to church, you can you can sit me down, but I think I still have some tread left on the tire, you know? Yeah, A few more plugs than I used to have, but well, I get the, some tread left.
1: <laughs> the, thought about, the thought about letting go, I think, is also applicable in general to anybody, regardless of, in their lives. And so maybe look differently, but I, that's why I'm curious about that because at some point, you know, whether it's knowing how to release you know, your child to the to being uh, of married age, like your son Josh, you could be like, "Oh, you're my last uh, son. I want you to," I, mean, I know, I know, you, it wasn't the case. I don't think, but you know, whatever it might be, I think there's lessons to be learned. So I didn't know if that was if that's something that's hard, you know.
3: Yeah, I couldn't write the book. This is how you do this yeah. with the church because <laughs> I'm a rookie. I've never done it before. Yeah. you know.
1: But by God's grace, and it sounds like perspective wise because you obviously know, in the end, it really is about... Yeah,
3: all our warranties are wearing out. <laughs> yeah. So, at some point, yeah. death is total in every generation. You know, cancer doesn't increase it, war doesn't increase it, every hundred people born, a hundred people die. Yeah. There's no way around it, so... I'm thankful. I've lived the life I have. I'm thankful that my kids are walking the Lord because pastors' kids are notorious for being scoundrels. And some, somehow Josh. I got four. I, I get four that love the Lord and they're serving the Lord. So what are you doing, Josh? Let's and like, with what's going on in the world. By the way, I still expect at this point to make it to the rapture. Okay. So all right,
1: Maggie is in Glenside checking in. Pastor Joe Fosh is our guest along with his son Josh from Calvary Chapel of Philadelphia and Straight from the Heart. Hi, Maggie.
5: Hi, hi, Tim. How are you? Good. What's happening? Good. Hi, Pastor Joe. Maggie <laughs> McGonagall. All
3: right,
5: Max. <laughs> I'm one of his diehard listeners and followers, and I just, I just love going to Calvary. I've been there for I think about 20 years now, and I've taken so many notes, which he knows I'm always writing notes so I can put my <laughs> own, my own library together.
1: That's good.
5: But, yeah. You encourage,
1: I mean, uh, Josh was re- referring earlier to the fact you have the app uh, and sometimes people are reading on their phones or bring their phones electronically and some of mm-hmm. that can be good, but I'm thinking even, Pastor Joe, for you uh, in the church, is, is do you make mention that periodically? Like, it's okay to use your phone, but there's something about having the physical I tell
3: people, look, Facebook, this is a face <laughs> and this is a book, you know. And mm-hmm. the books have been around for 2000 years, you know, the the yeah. social media just kind of got here. Right. So, I always encourage them, bring your Bible. Get, you know, we don't put the words on the wall because I want them to know where it's at in their own Bibles. Hmm. And yeah. I said if we get a major solar flare, everybody's going back to books. So, you need mm-hmm. to have you need to have a Bible. Yeah. you know. So I encourage well, them to, to bring it. Now, some people will use their mobile device. We're not legalistic. That's fine. You yeah.
1: know? But, but there's something also to be like, highlight it and underline it. Uh, our church, we do kind of in the middle where we, we have Bibles provided, but they say, please write in them. You know, go ahead. Don't feed, be shy. I still kind of want to be like, yeah, but I want, I want to be able to look back at the copy I've been using all these years. Yeah. It sounds like, like Maggie click, keeping those notes in order and all that. It's like, take time to reread them. You can really see. Some yeah, of the things God's done,
5: Maggie. Thanks for taking time to call Mag, in. Good
3: to hear from you. <laughs>
5: okay, so I guess you're not coming to church tonight since you're uh, at the studio.
3: <laughs> well, I hope to make it back for church tonight. <laughs> uh, okay.
5: All right. All right. Thanks. God bless See you. you.
1: Bye. See you, Maggie. All right. Eight eight hundred five sixty 800-560-WFIL. If you'd like to call in, 800 560 9345. Pastor Joe Fosch, our guest today, along with his son Josh, in studio on WFIL Straight From the Heart, which airs each weekday morning at 7.30, is our ministry of the month. You are welcome to tune into that each day, also Sunday mornings at 8. Quick break, and then we'll come back and have one nice final chunk of time with Pastor Joe and Josh here on the Tim DeMoss Show, AM560, WFIL.com, and on the WFIL app.
0: Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560WFIL and WFIL.com.
1: AM560WFIL.com and on the app listening to the Tim DeMoss Show. Pastor Joe Fosh from Calvary Chapel and his son Josh Fosh are in studio with us today. This is, the, I think, the third time, real privilege, we've had them in. And uh, this time around, it's uh, kind of a definite deal going on in terms of the program, Straight from the Heart, which airs 7.30 each weekday morning, is our ministry of the month, all during January. I think the other two times just had you in to have you in because you're wonderful people, and we appreciate having you in. Uh, and that the, the door is open, by the way, so you're welcome to come anytime. You don't have to be Ministry of the month to stop in. If you want to pop in one day and just say, I'm here, we can pivot and do something different. Uh, but there are prizes and some fun stuff you can win, and uh, there's a grand prize. You can find out about that on our homepage at WFIL.com, and we're taking some calls today. As well, uh, if you want to give a quick call, a word of encouragement, or have a question, we still have a little time here at 800-560-WFIL, 800-560-9345. Let's see. Um, Karen from Yadin, I believe it is, is calling in. Hey, Karen, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you, Tim? Wonderful. What's happening?
5: Oh, look, a lot of great things, a lot of great things. Good. I was just calling to tell Pastor Joe thank you so much
4: for all that he does for the kingdom. I am enriched just about every single day listening to him. And like another brother who called earlier
5: said, my Bible is marked up so much with notes from Pastor Joe, uh, just the way he expounds the Word, and I love the history that he gives and the background information. It, it's just great. So I just wanted to call in and say thank you.
3: Well, thanking me for teaching the Bible is like thanking me for eating apple pie a la mode. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> it's almost embarrassing. I get to do something I love in life, you know, not many people do, yeah. so I, loved, I and love I the Scripture. I love your humor. <laughs> thank, you. Love
1: your humor. thank you. I Thank you. Thank you, Karen. God bless you, for and thank you for calling in. Bernard in Germantown is also giving me a call. I think he has a question. Hey, Bernard. How are you?
6: Hi, dear. I'm fine, thank you, Pastor. How are you today? Excellent. Yeah. Go right ahead. Yeah. Yeah, my question is, some years ago, I think it was in the early 70s, there was the Jesus People Movement. Yes. which was going on, and started with Chuck Smith out on the West Coast, and it spread about, and I think Pastor Phil Fosch's, uh ministry might have been a spin-off from the Jesus people. That's correct. And I was curious as to whether he knew a brother whose name was Carlton Stannard. And uh, the, the house meeting uh, began in a little house in Germantown, And I lived in that house.
1: Hmm. That's pretty cool.
3: Carl, is that correct? Yes, Carl. Yeah, and and he passed away not too long ago, right? from Did he have liver disease? Uh, uh, He had a heart attack. A heart attack. Yeah, I knew him. In fact, in those days of the Jesus Movement, that was one of the only real places to go around here where there was no baloney, yeah. and the songs were great, worship was great, and the, the crowd was wonderful, it was young, it was, it was. I, I, know, I, I knew him.
1: That'd be, I'm yeah. just thinking about the sign outside of a person's church, you know. That would be a, kind of a neat slug line, no baloney here.
6: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. C- well, C- certain I'm people wouldn't come. <laughs> I'm sorry. Bernard, thank you for I'm, calling in. Yeah, I, I was just, I just wanted to stay to the left. Because I was wondering if Pastor Joe first knew any of the other original, I'm saying original, Jesus people who met at the house also,
3: because I would like to connect with them,
6: if if he knows anybody that might have been with that ministry at that time.
3: I, you know, I'd have to think, um, I think the pledgies might have been part of that, but they're living on the West Coast now somewhere. So from, I yeah, Harris, my f- best friend and I, because we got saved, we we would go there, but I don't know if I know anybody left over what? from that.
1: That, era. that would have been the er, yeah. mid-70s?
3: We're, you're, you're talking about 73, okay. so you're talking about early 70s. Yeah, yeah
1: somewhere around it, yeah.
6: Well, anyway, I'd like to give you my phone number because I'd just like to
1: take with. Well, I'll tell you what, Bernard, I want to put you on hold, and Victoria, our producer, is going to get that, and then we can pass that along. Uh, And if folks do want to call in, we still have a few minutes here at uh, 800-560-WFIL, 800-560-9345, if you'd like to share a word of encouragement or a quick question. I want to make sure I ask you this question, though, too. My wife, when I, I was mentioning to her that we were going to have you in today, and she said, ask him to tell you about God. Like
3: okay, you know. <laughs> you waited till it was five minutes left to ask me this question.
1: <laughs> yeah, and second thought, don't call in because this is going to take the rest of the show. Uh, but no, you know, anything, any direction you want to take that.
3: You know that you can't know about God without knowing the Scripture. That that's the bottom line, and the and the more you read the book, to me at this point in my life, seventy two. Of course, I'm closer to seeing him than I've ever been. Mm. But I'm more in love with him than I've been, too. And he, he becomes more personal. He doesn't, in my feelings now, I flee to him. I don't, like, stand off. Oh, no, I messed up again. I run to him. And, uh, and at this point, I realize he has feelings. He has feelings for me, you know. And I'll say, Lord, I'm so sorry if I hurt your feelings today. I, I shouldn't have been thinking that or stewing over this, or I just think we we grow just in our relationship with him uh, as the years go by. So there's no fast way to know him. The sure way to know him is through his word and through his Holy Spirit. But it says in the ages to come, we're still going to be learning of his grace and of his mercy. So there's no fast way.
1: I like that. Yeah. I like the thought that just like you, know, you could have a good meal, you could have a, a good go to a sporting event, do something fun. But it all it does all wear off at some yeah. point, and he's not going to wear off. No, it, we have nothing to compare that to. No, heaven won't be boring because I already did that.
3: Yes, what? stepping one second on the other side. Imagine. Yeah, I mean, it's everything's different.
1: I love that. We have more callers calling in, and we have a few minutes here. Let's do this. Uh, Tony and Bear, Delaware. I think I have online too. Let's see if we get Tony in here. Hey, Tony. Hey, Tim. How you doing? I'm good. Go for it, my friend. You have a few minutes here. I want to hear what you have to say?
5: Okay. Pastor Joe. Yes. Oh, bless your heart. My name's Tony Hurst. I conducted a was part of a funeral service at your church a number of years ago. Uh, Sherry Richardson's mother. Oh yes. And. I've been listening to you for years, and I listened to Chuck Smith long before I heard you, and one thing I remember is I teach at Cairn University, and any number of my students are part of your ministry, and when I get to school, I tell them what you were talking about as I went in, (laughs) as I drove in, just to reinforce your teaching. Because at whatever time it uh, blends in with what I'm uh, teaching about, I typically teach the Gospels. And whenever you're teaching on the Gospels and and, uh, the New Testament, I bring into them something that you have taught on my way. And I just want to encourage you to continue your verse-by-verse study. It is wonderful, and God bless you.
3: Thank you so much. Thank you, Tony,
1: so much. And uh, just because we have more folks calling, I want to get to Pat in Jersey. Go ahead, ahead, Pat. Go
4: ahead. Uh, Okay. I just want to thank Calvary Chapel and all of those who have been preaching the gospel. We're so grateful. And um, one thing I'm really excited about is Greg Lurie's movie that's going to be coming out soon in February, um, you know, about the Jesus movement. That's right. Well, oh, right. it's going to be so! I'm so excited, and I'm praying that I can get my uh, granddaughter to go. Amen. So, thank you, Pat. Thank you. We thank you so much for all you're doing for God's kingdom.
3: Thank
1: you. Thank you very much. And one last one. We have, I think, Linda in Glenside. Is that is that right, Linda? Yes. Hello. Hey, hey, Linda, go right ahead.
4: I just want to say thank you, Pastor Joe. Years and years of going to Calvary. Born a Catholic, um, but you brought it all to life for me, and I'll never forget you. And and thank you. That's all. Thank okay. You for so Remember
3: much. to pray for me. <laughs> That's we'll right. do. Okay. We'll do. That's right. <laughs>
1: <Bye-bye>. <laughs> so we're down the home stretch here. Last couple minutes of the program. Pastor Joe Fosh and his son Josh in studio. Any last thoughts? Uh, not last thoughts, but any final thoughts for this hour uh, from either of you? Things we've talked about that that you'd like to share, or what's on your heart.
3: No, you know it, it's fun to meet the audience. It's it's fun to talk to you, but you kind of you al- almost wish there was more time in some ways, yeah. you know. So, but but no, I appreciate the invitation. And I appreciate getting the opportunity to do this, and it's it's always a blessing when we get a yeah. chance to do this.
1: Josh, do you feel the same way, or do you yeah. kind of dread coming?
2: No, I'm I'm just hanging on here. No, I, I'm. In, it's encouraging for me too. Just getting. I always tell people just to. Play a role in what the Lord's doing in our corner of Philadelphia. Yeah. And to hear people, um, to hear the Tony talking about how he listens to the radio in the morning on the way to work, that's encouraging for me, you know, because I'm helping yeah. put it out there for us. So, no, yes. it's a big time encouragement. We love coming on here uh, with you. So,
1: Lord willing, maybe the show will, will be longer at one point. We've actually talked about that. And, if, and on those days, then we could even expand things. Yeah, let further. us know.
3: When you're ready for two hours, give us a That'd call. Be <laughs> That'd be good. That'd be good.
1: Well, and again, Straight from the Heart is our ministry of the month for uh, January. So right on our homepage, WFIL.com, you can look that up. Pastor Joe Foch, uh, pastor there for 42 years, One. 41 years, and uh, and on the air with us for almost almost all of those years, not quite, but several decades with Straight from the Heart, weekday mornings at 7.30 and uh, also Sunday mornings at 8.00. His son, Josh, in studio with us as well. You can – we'll get the podcast, this, up on our site as well later on so they can check that out too and and be uh, aware of it. In the meantime, uh, Lord, I pray your blessing on Pastor Joe. You give him strength and joy as he continues on serving and his son Josh as they want to just lift your name up and pray you continue to bless them and the work that they do and encourage them and all the uh, folks at Calvary Chapel and the the other Calvary Chapels and the churches across the country, really. We want to pray for your glory in all these things. In the name of Jesus, amen. amen. Have a great night. Thanks for coming by.
3: Thanks. It's a privilege to be here. I made a mistake. It is 42 years.
0: (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's.